We have these two brief lessons this morning. We have this little bit from the beginning of Acts. Acts is the story that happens after Jesus' resurrection. Acts is three of the church, the early days of the church. And then we have these just few lines from John's gospel. And we stand here on the other side of the resurrection. We stand here knowing that the impossible is possible. But when Jesus was saying those words in the context of John's story, it's, it's toward the beginning. It's towards the beginning of his time with them. There are four Gospels in the New Testament. There's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And John was written last. And in John, the theology is a little bit more developed. So I have you, Mark, and Luke. Jesus is, he feels more human to me in a way. And in John, it's like a lot of what he says is working on multiple levels at once. It's part of the invitation to sacred stories, to holy stories. We're invited to step into these stories and teachings on many different levels at the same time. But the, the Jesus in John's gospel, it's, it's like he has this wisdom. It's like he's open to something. He's, it's like he's like barely touching the ground. And we, we still say Jesus. We still deeply believe that Jesus was totally human and totally divine at the same time. There's some other sources, and um, I, heard, I heard a little bit of a, an indigenous translation of this gospel text this morning, and it describes Jesus as the true human, the person who has lived the most human way possible. So in this bit from John, we have the benefit of hearing it on the other side of the resurrection, but I imagine his friends, his disciples, was just another puzzling thing that he was saying about living, living internally, having this spiritual life. And then this language about those who hear my voice, even those in the graves, will come into new life. In the church... We are invited to live, and to live a different way. To live a way that grounds us firmly in the grace, mystery, resurrection life. And in order to step into that way of living, in order to choose that way of living, there are often things that we need to leave behind, that we need to bury in the ground, and, and perhaps there's even aspects of our corporate history and our corporate life that we need to look at and say, this, this is getting in the way of living a resurrected life. That's what Jesus is inviting us to this morning, is to lay aside, to bury that which is giving in the way, getting in the way of living true life. In the Acts reading, there's these few sentences toward the beginning about what Acts was like, what this time right after Jesus' resurrection was like. We hear this morning that there were signs and wonders, that more believers were added to Christ. It seems like every day the church was growing by leaps and bounds. 
and that people from all over the places surrounding Jerusalem were bringing their sick and their tormented for healing. Those who were unwell in visible ways and those who were unwell in invisible ways. So what was happening in Acts was just like what was happening when Jesus was at the heart of it when he was alive, right? Like we have all these stories about him engaging in these signs and wonders. We have all these stories about people being gathered around to listen and learn from him. And we have stories of healing. Healings that were sort of visible, more tangible, and also healings that were internal and invisible. So the author of Acts, I think, is very much showing us the church, this body of Christ that is developing here. We are continuing to expand the work of the person of Jesus. So there was, there was Jesus, there was this person who was engaging in all of these wonders. And then Jesus is resurrected, and then it's like Jesus expands into this body of Christ that is building and forming. And it did okay, because the story was set a couple thousand years ago, and we are the body of Christ today. And we are par part of a body of Christ that has been in existence for thousands of years and will probably carry on into the future for thousands of years. This morning, we are going to celebrate a baptism in a few moments. Baptism is that ritual celebration, that sacrament, that is at the beginning of things. For a person or for a family, it is um, a moment of declaring, yes, we choose this way of living. The Paschal candle has been lit each Sunday since the Easter vigil. It is lit every Sunday in the season of Easter. It is also lit every time we celebrate a baptism. It is a memory, it is a connection of the ways in which baptism, of the ways in which this initiation into new life is connected to this mystery of resurrection. Paschal candle is also lit whenever we celebrate someone's life at their funeral. Sort of the beginning and the ending in some ways. But this candle is about reminding us choose to live a different way. We choose to live trusting that all things believable and unbelievable are, in, are possible with God. We choose to believe in the trust. We choose to lean into the trust that, that God is, is bigger. God is bigger than all those things that are getting in the way of our relationship with God. God is bigger than all those things that are going wrong, and God is bigger than all those things that are going right, and that God is holding all of us in the midst. At the conclusion of the baptism, we will pray for our newly baptized, and then we will all say together, we receive you into the household of God. The structure is a household of God, and there are many households of God out there in the world. Household of God is also describing the ways in which we, as the body of Christ, are connected to God and to each other. 
So our invitation this morning is to think about some of those things that may be getting in the way of us as individuals, but also of us together, of us as a body, of us as a household. Those things that may be getting in the way of living a resurrected life, of living a life on this like different quality, this different space where we are firmly rooted in the world in which we live and we are also firmly rooted in the reign of God, in the economy of God, if you will. I had this brief interaction the other day with somebody who was telling me that they, they missed their connection to the church, but they'd been drawn a little bit more into Buddhism lately, and I said, that's fine. I'm glad you found something that works for you. I believe there's a lot of different ways that we can engage with God, with the divine. But it's interesting because the comment was that Buddhism almost seemed to have an easier structure to follow, like, like this is the best way to live. And as I was thinking about our service this morning, and I was thinking about what we are about to do in celebrating baptism, we don't have this, like, do this and this will happen, or do this and not that kind of thing in the church. We have this covenant that we agreed to when we chose this life, or that someone agreed to on our behalf. And there are these questions that we will all respond to in a few moments structure, the, the practices involved in this way of living. Our following in the apostles' teaching, in breaking the bread, in prayer. Our resisting evil and returning to God. Our sharing the good news, this mystery of the resurrection. We promise that we will seek and serve Christ in everyone, which includes ourselves. And my favorite, or the one that I feel like is the most helpful for our corporate life together, is that we promise that we will strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being. That's how we're called to live. It is, it is simple and it is tremendous at the same time. It's not so much like there's a checklist, right? Because we all bring who we are to all of these questions, and we all hold these questions, hopefully, in the daily encounters we have, large and small, as we are living our lives in the world. May we trust that God is bigger than all that we can imagine. May we trust in the goodness that is out there for us, and may we trust in this body that we are a part of, in the body of Christ, in being a part of God's household here, but out in our daily life 